0: Welcome to the Revitalize Podcast, a podcast where we have conversations to help you experience emotional, spiritual, and physical wellness as you lead at your church, your business, or in your life. Here are your hosts,
1: Danielle and Kevin.
0: Welcome back to episode two of Revitalize Podcast. We're so glad that you're here and that you're joining us again. And we love the opportunity to, um, just share with you what God has put on our hearts. I am your host, Danielle, and we also have with us our other host, Kevin. Uh, Danielle and Kevin Presso, we are married. We share the same last name and, uh, we're we've, excited to have you here.
1: And we've shared it for quite a while. So we have shared
0: this. Except, I'm kind of used to it. You know, it's interesting, when we were first married in Quebec, we couldn't share the same last name. It was like a legality thing, wasn't it? That's
1: right, that's right. I kind of forgot about those days. So it was
0: when we moved into Ontario that, like, okay, I get to be a presso.
1: There you go. Wow, okay. (laughs) Well, thanks again, everybody, for uh, joining us here on the podcast. And just a big shout-out and thank you to those of you who uh, took the time to send us some comments, given some feedback already, and, and, and liking and sharing already the first episode of the revitalized podcast really means a lot to us to get your feedback. So if you find this material, you know, a blessing uh, to be a benefit in your own wellness journey, we would really love to hear from you. Please send us comments on social media, uh, share the podcast uh, with others, like the podcast, comment on it, review it. That really helps us get this out to more and more people to see more and more people in the body of Christ in the Big C Church. Um, experience more emotional spiritual and physical wellness in their lives
0: for sure and you know if you listen to the first episode we really just did kind of a general overview of what this podcast is all about what the heart of it is and how we want to be kind of um not just The voices of wellness because Mm -hmm. we're on our own journey, but talking about the experiences that we have had personally and also inviting other people down the road to share their experience as well so that we can glean and learn from them. So I'm really Mm -hmm. excited to have those opportunities in all those different ways physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness.
1: Right. So just to let you know where we're going to be going in the podcast. So starting with this episode for the next six, so including this one. We're going to get deeper into what we presented last week in our Welcome to Revitalize uh, the first episode where we're going to talk in more depth our, our individual journeys as it comes as it pertains to wellness in, in in our mental health, our emotional health, in our spiritual walk with God as well in our physical um, wellness so we've shared a bit about that in the last episode but now we're going to get deeper into it so each episode is going to focus on one of the three things from one of our perspective and we'll talk about it and input it and our hope and our desire is that this will encourage you in your own journey of wellness and we'll try to give some tips and some suggestions that we did in the beginning of our journey that might be able to help you along as well in your journey
0: Yeah, and so for today, you're it, Kevin.
1: I'm it. Tag. (laughs) Tag, I'm it. (laughs) Because
0: we decided that we would talk about um, your physical wellness and your physical journey.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And um, yeah, this will be an interesting one because I think back to, you know, when you and I were first dating and first married and even, you know, young kids and all those years. And I don't think I would ever call you. Like a sporty guy.
1: Oh goodness gracious, no, no! <laughs> I was a nerd. I was a, I was a geek. I, anything? I don't know anything about sports. I, I've never been into hockey, baseball, football, like none of that stuff. So.
0: And then, yeah. and then something changed. Not so much for sports, but for physical kind of well-being and physical fitness. And when did that come about?
1: That's a great question. And honestly, I, I think. Kind of like, a, and that's kind of the heart behind this podcast. Why do we talk about emotional, spiritual, and physical wellness and not just pick one? Well, because we actually believe those three components are so intertwined mm-hmm. with one another. And sometimes it's hard to know which one is actually the starting point. Yeah. And so I think for me, it probably started even before I really got into it. So probably about four years ago. Just when I was starting to go through a little bit of my mental health stuff, when it pertained to what do I enjoy doing for fun?
0: Yeah, you went through a whole, and you're still even going through that. I would say, uh, wouldn't you? A little bit. This yeah. thing of like, what are what 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 actually fills me? What actually brings me joy? What actually brings mm-hmm. me fun? Right. What relationships are those kind of relationships that are? you know, fun and exciting and and, yeah. and all that kind of thing. And exactly. it's, it's been tough for you for a lot of years. It what do I do with my free time? How do I how do I um like charge off? What would you call recharge. that? Recharge. Yeah. Yeah. How do you
1: recharge, right? You talk to so many people, it's their hobbies and and their interests like that that recharge them for the week and things like that. And I so I was going through a time when I just was struggling and not uh, knowing what I enjoy doing for fun to be recharged. Mm -hmm. And I stumbled on a book, so I I don't even know how I found it. I was at the the bookstore, um, and I found this book called... The Ripple Effect.
0: Great book.
1: Now, <laughs> not by my favorite author. So uh, if you're not aware, uh, Danielle has written a book also entitled The Ripple Effect. But What's your subtitle on that mm, one? My
0: subtitle is An Invitation to a Pastor's Wife to Heal Her Pain and Shame. Right. So it's really a light read and yes, exactly. super fluffy. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. But I have stumbled on this book also called The Ripple Effect, but his subtitle was... Sleep better, eat better, move better, think better. Mm. And so this was written by uh, Dr. Greg Wells, uh, who I believe is actually a Canadian physician, specializes in, uh, in sports rehabilitation therapy and trains athletes to reach their top performance so and this,
0: this book caught your eye and it, what what caught your attention about it
1: I think it's because it was hitting on all the components that I was struggling with mm-hmm. right so it that some of the mental stuff that I was dealing with right so when it talks about thinking better right so trying to take my thoughts captive and thinking better um, I have struggled with sleep mm-hmm. for m- probably as long as you've known oh, me oh
0: yeah you've always been a very light sleeper yeah. and woke up like if there was the slightest bit of noise or anything like that
1: yeah like every springtime we actually get um ants find their way into our house every single year i don't know where they come in from and And you hear them and they keep me up all night i can (laughs) hear them climbing the stairs coming in searching through the trash you cannot okay but i'm exaggerating a little bit but that's how bad my sleep is uh very 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 light sleeper very very disturbed sleeper so just this whole idea of sleeping better eating better, moving better, thinking better. So that gripped me. And the heart behind uh, Dr. Greg Wells' book is the reality is you can't improve every area of your life all at the same time
0: darn
1: i know right because isn't that so often what we try to do right i'm not sleeping well i'm not eating well i'm not exercising well i'm not praying enough i'm not reading my bible enough so i gotta do everything change everything now so we try to (laughs) implement and change everything right and so what he argues and presents in his book is this idea of making one percent changes
0: oh i remember you talking about those one percent changes. making these one
1: percent changes and 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 figuring out for you which one is it. Do you start with making 1% changes to how you sleep? Do you start making 1% changes to how you're moving and keeping your body active uh, or eating better or thinking better? And so you kind of go through the, the, the chapters in the book. And so what I initially started with was the sleeping. Okay. So trying to attack my sleep patterns. And so kind of going through the book... You know, talking about little tips and tricks, you know, about, like, turning the alarm clock so the light of your alarm clock is not actually facing you so that you actually can't see what time it is.
0: But then do you wake up
1: panicked? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> totally do you at the beginning it. because you can't. You have no clue what, what time it is, is, right? And as someone who used to wake up every hour on the hour, stressing out that I only have six more hours to sleep, I only have five more hours mm-hmm. to sleep, I only have four more hours to right. sleep, right? Right. It'll drive you nuts. So little things like that. So I actually started with the sleep, Mm -hmm. and I started to see some improvement.
0: So what was the one percent change? It was just turning
1: the clock around. Little things like turning the clock, um, having a consistent bedtime, Mm -hmm. Um, not watching television before going to bed.
0: Yeah, isn't it interesting? Right. All these years being Mm -hmm. married to me. Right. And. I mean, what does the television do for me? It
1: puts you to sleep, <laughs> and I don't know how, but it stimulates and wakes me up. Yeah, well, right? and that's
0: more normal when it comes to sleep hygiene. They mm-hmm. always say, get off your screens. They always yep. say, you know, like, don't watch TV before bed and that kind of thing, whereas for me, I turn the TV on, and it's like an automatic switch for time to sleep now.
1: Right, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah, and so, so I th- started doing that and saw some improvement and then, really, it was, there were a few other events that triggered in in me this whole notion that I, I'm going to have to, at some point, take my physical wellness seriously.
0: Well, was your physical wellness um, not, like, were you not doing well prior to that? Like, what... what? Motivated you that you'd have to take it seriously because you've been a pretty healthy guy overall.
1: Yeah, I, exactly. See, I would say my health is, has been good. Um, every time I go to the doctor, my blood work is excellent. My heart, pre- uh, my blood pressure is excellent. I'll, yeah, you, you know, come
0: home all like proud that you're like a, I don't know, stallion horse.
1: Yeah, I still have <laughs> got the blood pressure of a racehorse, whatever that means. So what kind of blood pressure do they have? Is that good? that bad? Good? That bad? <laughs> I mean I'm going to run until my heart explodes? What does that mean? Um... But all those things are healthy. Uh, There was a point in my life when we first got married where my cholesterol was really bad. Yes. But that was diet Mm -hmm. more than genetic. Because as soon as I changed my diet, it changed. Radically Mm -hmm. changed. Right. Right. Stop eating a poutine every day. Go figure. Right. Right. Um, yeah.
0: we were in Montreal at the time, and you were pretty much eating a p- that kind of poutine or, or at least
1: every other hot time.
0: dogs every,
1: every day every day for lunch. Yeah, when mm-hmm. I was in the computer industry, donuts
0: yeah. for breakfast every day. Yeah,
1: yeah, but and I was just, skinny.
0: Yeah, that's the where like everybody that's listening, I'm sure everybody's like, wait a minute, that does not compute. Exactly, a skinny guy. Like, and right. you were really, I was really a very thin. thin
1: guy. I, I you know even and
0: i'd look at that kind of food and it would put like
1: extra pounds <laughs> on my hips exactly. right but yeah yeah so so even though my weight was decent m- everything about my health was decent i was suffering from the sleep deprivation mm-hmm. which again this book talks about that more than 20% of north americans suffer from chronic th- uh, sleep deprivation right. And I would have actually put myself in that category where it was chronic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that it was impacting many other areas of my life. Well, because not only would you wake up at night, it would take you forever to fall asleep. Oh, yeah. It would take me hours to fall asleep. And
0: when you wake up, I'd it would wake take up you a long instantly. time to fall asleep again, right?
1: Exactly. And then suddenly then the alarm goes off at six o'clock. And it's time. I'm already exhausted mm-hmm. and waking up tired, exhausted, and cranky. Yeah. And so, so there was that sleep deprivation. And there was also my back pain. Mm-hmm. So back pain is something that I have probably been dealing with for as long as we've been together, but it was always manageable. Yeah. Like the pain was never so bad that I missed work or that I was stuck in bed for several days.
0: And that wasn't what was keeping you up at night or was it, could it it have been contributing? It could have,
1: it could have been contributing. It's Mm -hmm. hard to know. Uh, Early on. It's hard to know. Later on, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like later on, as I started getting yeah. a little bit older, started putting on even more weight and, mm-hmm. and dealing with more anxiety and depression stuff, absolutely the back pain almost flared up mm-hmm. more and more as I was eating really badly, right? So, so you
0: just mentioned anxiety and depression, so there's a couple of other things that on your right. you know, health uh, um, mm-hmm. list of things that weren't going so well. Right. So... At what point did you, like, because you did say, you said, you know, I came to a point when I decided I had to take my health seriously. Right, yep. so, so yeah.
1: So that happened when I went on the Crest Leadership Training. So so this is going back four years. So I did year one four years ago, and then year two three years ago. So okay. it's a two-year program where you get together, uh, and it is intentional leadership development for Christian leaders at midlife. Mm -hmm. Right, Because uh, the argument that they were presenting was most Christian leaders um, actually begin to coast on their past successes when they hit midlife in their careers, their ministries, whatever it is. Now, did you
0: say most leaders or most
1: Christian leaders, or both? It's probably both, but they were kind of studying it from a Christian leader Mm -hmm. perspective. And so, so most leaders begin coasting when you get into midlife, and... You And again, as you're going through all these changes, you're becoming an empty nester. Um, you know, Your your health isn't as good. You, you're t- more tired as you get older. Your eyes don't work anymore. Your bladder doesn't work as well as it used to. You're getting up in the middle of the night to pee. Like all, all right. of this stuff. You you're know? getting
0: up to what? Yeah, oh, exactly. your ears yeah. don't work yeah, anymore. Your ears don't work anymore. <laughs> all
1: of these things, right? And so as you get older, um, we begin to coast. And the data shows that most leaders become... L- have less positive results from their ministries, from their businesses, and from the organizations that they lead. Really? However, some leaders who make a transition as they approach midlife thrive and actually see more fruit in the second half of their ministry and of their lives. Well, that makes a lot of
0: sense because of if you come into this place of where Instead of just doing what you do, if you're working at a level of influencing others to do some of what you've done, like you have, you have a greater influence. So, so absolutely, a, presumably a greater impact, right? But right. So the first guy, or the first person would, that you described, just continues doing what they always did and coasts
1: right and to retirement. And exactly. And mm-hmm. you can't work at the same level of productivity that you worked at at. 55, huh. like you did at 25. Tell it's me not the same. <laughs> right, exactly, right? Like, and anyone listening to this who's 55, you know this already. And if you're 25,
0: right? God bless you. God bless
1: you. We love the 25 year olds, right? But it's this whole notion of, so, kind of doing, especially, let's say, like, for example, in my role as a pastor, right? And working 60, 70 hours a week, and, and, you know, and working seven days a week because I love the ministry, and I love the church, and I love the Lord, and I love seeing what God is doing. You know what? I could get away with that at 35. Mm -hmm. I could get away with it at 45. 50? Huh. (laughs) Not so sure I could get away with it. You know? 60? Definitely won't be able to get away with it. Now, is it physical
0: ability that you can't get away with it? Or is it wisdom that you know better than to do that, like burning yourself into the ground?
1: Well, Exactly. And I think what happens is when we hit that midlife, And this is what I learned at Crest, is a lot of leaders don't know how to transition into their new calling, into their new role. So there is, even within the same job, even within the same organization, there's a shift in how you are used by God. Hmm. So that's what I learned while I was at Crest. And I I came out of Crest... Um, where they they asked you to make like a, like a purpose statement, a vision statement for your life. And they walk you through this exercise to kind of hear from God and, and to put this, this this statement together. And so that was a very, very powerful uh, experience for me because mm-hmm. I really felt like God was speaking to me and God touched me and, and God really gave me clarity on this. And the beauty of this life purpose statement, it's not dependent on my job. Right. I could be a, the lead pastor of my church and accomplish this. I could go work at a hardware store and accomplish this. Hmm. I could even be sick with cancer in a hospital bed and still accomplish this.
0: So that was the that was what was purpose so, of doing this. Right. Statement. It's not
1: dependent on your job. Mm-hmm. It's who God made you to be and the life he's called you to live. And so the purpose statement that I felt that that God gave me was that I was going to become a spiritual father to many, having a gospel impact in this generation for generations to come. Wow. Right? Say that again. So to become a spiritual father, to have a gospel impact on this generation for generations to come. Wow. Yeah, I even get a little goosebumps even still when I think it because it was such a profound experience mm-hmm. meeting with God. And again, that statement, I could do it as the senior pastor, as the lead pastor of Greenbelt Church in the suburbs of Ottawa. Yeah, I could do that as a manager at Home Depot. I could yeah, do that. You could, yeah. Sick in bed.
0: It means you have to be creative with you have how you and how
1: you do it, but it's not dependent on your job, right? Right, and so it's
0: more a life calling. It's a
1: life calling mm-hmm. that now. How do I fulfill that? as the lead pastor of Greenbelt Church in the Mm -hmm. suburbs of Ottawa, Canada. Right. right? Because that's currently what I do. Now, a part of that was, in order to become a spiritual father, I need to step out of living like a spiritual brother.
0: Oh, okay. And the
1: difference there was, I'm not a young man anymore. I am at midlife. You know, at, at the time when I did the program, I was 47 years old.
0: But you have the heart of a racehorse. And heart, yeah, I've got the, (laughs)
1: the, the, yeah, the 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 blood pressure, the blood pressure of a racehorse, exactly, (laughs) and the personality and maturity of a twelve-year-old. Maybe some days, (laughs) but um, but again, I starting to experience eyesight trouble. My back was was at its worst Mm -hmm. when I was forty-seven years old. Uh, Like when I would go and stay at the hotel at Crest, my back was in so much pain from trying to sleep in a hotel bed, there were actually nights where I didn't sleep at all. Oh, so it really,
0: really affected you at that
1: point. Right. And, you know, so I'm sitting there going, and I'm sitting in this classroom for eight hours a day, you know, for like four days or whatever. I can't remember how long each session was, five days. My back just excruciating. Like, how am I ever going to be a spiritual father? Having a gospel impact um, when I'm in so much pain. Mm. And so that, so it was really kind of coming out of Crest, where I knew I needed to start taking my health more seriously. Because I wanted, like, kind of like what the Apostle Paul talks about in Scripture, where he says, like, train to run the race. Yeah. Like, we we usually say as Christians, run the race. (laughs) Right? That's what we do. Run the race, man. Just do it. You work hard. You pull up the bootstraps. You roll up your sleeves. Run the race. Run the race. Paul actually says, Train. As one who's trying to win the race. Mm -hmm. So it's a training. So there's actually training that we got to do beforehand in order to actually be able to run the race that God calls us to. Mm -hmm. So that journey started um, probably early on when I finished Crest in 2018. 2019 I kind of sat on it for a while I didn't do honestly I didn't do a lot with the physical wellness I was more focused on the spiritual and the emotional which we'll talk about in another episode Mm -hmm. and so because I wasn't focusing on the wellness my weight the physical the physical sorry my physical wellness my weight probably got to the highest I've ever been when I hit about 245. Mm-hmm. Again, now but I know you some wear of you, well, I know. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Everyone really wanted to hear that. But <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's true. You know,
0: some people, because again, because mm-hmm. I'm
1: a tall guy and fairly, you know, slim, it, it, it's that whole, it's skinny fat, <laughs> right? It, it's the term. It's this term that people look at you and go, you're not overweight. You look good. And it's like, no, I'm sucking it in 24 yeah. seven. Right. Um, it doesn't, look as someone who really needs to lose weight, but I knew how much it was impacting me. Mm -hmm. So in 2020, we make the decision as a family that my son and I are going to start working out together. At the gym. At the gym, 2020,
0: January 2020. (laughs) January 2020.
1: So my son Cameron and I, who was uh, like 19 at the time, or no, 18 at the time, Mm -hmm. we decided we're going to get gym memberships, and we're going to go to the gym four to five times a week, Mm -hmm. or three to five times a week, and we're going to start slow and work our way up. So we started doing it from about, you know, uh, actually we probably started end of December into January, into February, mid-February, three times a week. Sometimes four times a week. We're hitting the gym. We're loving it. I'm, not, I'm seeing no difference whatsoever because I'm still eating, like, absolute crap. <laughs> like I'm eating garbage, right? I'm eating a lot of junk food still, a lot of chips at night, a lot of candy, a lot of bags of licorice. I don't just have two pieces of licorice. I have the big, giant bag of licorice.
0: Toast for snack. Yes, yeah, you six, don't just have one. I don't have
1: one. I have six. Mm-hmm. I don't have a bagel. I have two bagels. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I'm still eating making very, very poor food choices while trying to exercise. And then the pandemic hit. Yeah. And the gyms closed.
0: Yeah, that was really disappointing, especially for Cameron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was really getting into it really, and really loving the new lifestyle and everything. Yeah. And so for both of you, it was like, oh, my gosh, what now? Right. But don't worry, it was only going to be two weeks.
1: It was only going to be two <laughs> weeks. I've got to bring up that can <laughs> of worms. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, as I choke on my tea. Yeah. Um, so the gym shut down, and again, because we did think it was only going to be for a couple of weeks. Okay, well, for a couple of weeks, I'm going to enjoy myself, working from home, watch, you know. And we were having family game nights and a lot of junk food and ordering pizza <laughs> to support <laughs> comfort the,
0: food, support
1: the, the the restaurants that were doing delivery at that time, and started putting on even more weight. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was already at 245 or 240 at the time, I dropped a bit, it was a 240. And then I started hitting close to 250, mm-hmm. like 248. And I was like, oh my goodness, I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And that's when we had a number of DVD fitness programs that we've attempted over the years. Yes. So there, there was one that we had tried over a uh, couple of years ago, I can't even remember the name of it, but it was by a fitness lady through Beachbody. And that one never clicked with yeah. that with me anyways because mm-hmm. uh, it was all about being sexy like just every time she talked she said, you, you just want to be sexy you want people to check you out you want people looking at you and i'm like are well, like no no we really <laughs> I really don't no. like i like if my wife checked me out and she was looking at me but that's really about it like it's not a vanity thing whatsoever and then I tried another workout that a friend of mine who was a fitness instructor had lent me uh, called uh, Rev Abs.
0: Oh, yeah, I Rev think. Abs.
1: I think it was called. And, and it was kind of like part martial arts, and it was all ab work, all crunches. But my back was too sore. Mm. I couldn't do those workouts. Like, I couldn't lie on a mat on the floor and do crunches with where my back was at. Mm-hmm. And so actually probably when was, it had to be about 6 7 years ago. Yeah. You bought me another DVD series mm-hmm. called DDPY.
0: Yeah.
1: You know back then it was actually called YRG. It was called Yoga for Regular Guys. Right. Right. And do you remember even ordering that for me? You know what? Like I don't remember. <laughs>
0: But right. I I mean you constantly say I bought you this, so I know I did. Yeah. And I'm i I'm terrible. Kevin is the one who remembers, you know, oh such and such bought this gift this many years ago and right. so yeah, he remembers very clearly
1: he's really good like that. Yeah. But yeah. So
0: I got it for you, so yeah. I will continue so to you, take credit.
1: Yeah, so you saw it advertised somewhere. So I it,
0: actually so that's you, what never, you told me. You never asked I've, me for it. No, I've I never saw heard saw of it. this. Okay. It was
1: whether it, it might have been when Diamond Dallas paid and his team was on Shark Tank. Oh, okay. Or one of those type of shows, and you saw it, mm-hmm. and you knew I loved pro wrestling when I was a teenager. Yeah, I loved pro wrestling mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. I was a huge fan, you know, of you know guys like Diamond Dallas Page and Hulk Hogan and Roddy Roddy Piper. Um, you so know. you were into. Some kind of sports. Yeah. Then. Oh, I loved wrestling. Yeah, loved professional. wrestling. Did you wrestling. like
0: being inside the ring? Oh goodness,
1: no. But I just loved the drama and yeah. everything about professional wrestling. It was so awesome. And um, so you saw this, and you ordered it. And so we had tried it about seven years ago mm-hmm. when we did it, and I probably did it for about three weeks. Yeah. But again, I was doing it in such a way, like I'm just pushing myself, pushing myself. Put I gotta do it like exactly like the guy in the video. And we both ended up hurting ourselves. Yeah. and (laughs) Doing it.
0: And I mean, it wasn't even a terrible hurting of ourselves, but it was, you know, when you start doing something and you go, I can't, this is where I was at anyway. I can't believe I tried to help myself and I end up hurt. Right. And then that discouraged me. But all it meant was that I wasn't. All in. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> right. I
0: wasn't ready to get well.
1: Yeah, physically. That's right. So we put those DVDs away in a box. Mm-hmm. And so now, fast forward again back to March 2020. It's now like March. Uh, it's the end of towards the end of March, mm-hmm. and I dig out. I actually found those DVDs, and so I went through. And this time, I actually read the book that came with the DVDs. And the reason why we hurt ourselves is because we didn't do what's called the modifications. Mm-hmm. We started off thinking we're in great shape. <laughs> I'm in great shape. I'm a superstar. I can do advanced level and I can do these poses. I can do these workout moves exactly like the guy on the video.
0: And I was like, Kevin's doing it. I got to do it too. And right. you were probably like, Danielle's doing it. I got to do it too.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we're, we were stupid. <laughs> and so I actually learned that there were modifications and so I started the program, and when you started the, the DDPY fitness program, it starts with three times a week for 25 minutes a session. Mm-hmm. And, and literally, the way this program works, it's actually it was actually designed by Diamond Dallas Page. He never thought he was going to create this as a fitness program to sell to other people. Right. He created this program to deal with his own broken back.
0: And it was broken.
1: Eh? He, he, exactly, he broke in one the of his, ring. in the ring, in the pro wrestling ring, before he became heavyweight champion of the world. He, in a match, he broke his spine. He broke one of his vertebrae, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I'm never." And his doctors had said, "You're never going to wrestle again." And then he started doing uh, old school calisthenics. Started doing physiotherapy, uh, sports rehabilitation, and then started doing um, not yoga in the spiritual sense but yoga in the stretching sense, in mm-hmm. the, the poses and the stretches, in order to strengthen his lower back. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, he, he won heavyweight champion of the world.
0: It took him a year to recover, and exactly. he was able
1: to do that. Yeah. Wow. Now, he was crazy. a pro athlete, so yeah. <laughs> you know, he's in pretty darn good shape. But, but still, that's, had why he cre- back. that's why he created it. So as a guy with back pain, that story so resonated with me. So I said, okay, I'm going to do it exactly like the book says to do it. (laughs) Three times a week, no more. 25 Mm -hmm. minutes, no more. If I've got to do the moves on my knees because I can't, my legs are too weak to hold myself up, that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and just walked through it that way. And then this, and within week, by week five, and with your prayers or <laughs> you know praying for my back so it definitely had a spiritual component as well too by week 5 i'd seen my back pain drop by about 50% mhm and then i started sleeping at night right by week 5 yeah I, big difference it was a huge difference mm-hmm. and so so i just kept going okay now i'm on week 5 so then i, I, I you know you're at 3 times a week for 25 minutes then you go to three times a week for like 40 minutes a session. Then you go to four times a week. You go to five times a week. And then by my first year anniversary, so of end of March, beginning of April of 2021, I actually felt fit enough to try something crazy that year and studied to become a DDPY fitness certified instructor. Right. So that I could encourage and hopefully see other people around me blessed just like I have been blessed by this workout program mm-hmm.
0: right? so you I mean that that is a pretty big step to go from your you know doing the workout and you're you know doing it for a year and of course doing it you know very regularly and for you know several minutes a day but to go from that to being an instructor what was it about this program that
1: really spoke to you Right. Well, again, as someone who was dealing with pain and someone who was dealing with, you know, some emotional issue, you know, mental health struggles and things like that, I needed to find something that I could connect with and succeed at. Um, the gym, I mean, I've never really have ever had success with free weights or anything like that in the gym, even when I've paid for instructors to help me with it. Again, because I'm a thin guy. I'm a thin-framed guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ever be this big, bulky, muscular dude, mm-hmm. right? Which wasn't my goal. My goal was to be fit. But again, when your back is sore, to do free weights, to do these exercise machines, it just hurt too much. Okay. So it was always discouraging, right? It could never get the traction, could never get past that pain, right? Because there was no intro part. The, the intro part of weights is just a smaller weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you're but the same movement. Yeah. Right. So there was that, um, and also I just really connected with Diamond Dallas Page's positivity, mm-hmm. because that's one of the things that he really pushed so much in this that it actually helped me in my mental health <laughs> battles yeah. as well.
0: I mean, it is all connected.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so his message was even though he's like this six foot five former pro wrestler, completely covered in tattoos, you know, this big, tall, gruff, and he, and he still uses his wrestling personality mm-hmm. in, in the workouts, you know, he's got the voice and, you know, and bang, and, you know, and does all these actions and all mm-hmm. these wrestling terms, which I liked, I loved wrestling, right, so I connected with that, I thought it was funny and entertaining, Yeah. Um, but he's just so darn positive. Mm-hmm. right it 's like you know like he talks about like he'll like while you 're working out there 's always like these you know big ideas that he drops while you 're working out, like if you say you can or you say you can't you 're right mm-hmm. you 've got this you can do this right and it 's just this positive reinforcement yeah that you can do it and you can do it where you 're at mm mm-hmm. And that was kind and of. And there's the
0: many, many inspirational stories, right? If you kind of look at the website and different things, like you can right. see some people who were oh very goodness. debilitated, oh or very, very, very obese, yeah, and that have turned their lives around. Absolutely, mm-hmm. right?
1: And just starting where they were at, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, because that's kind of one of the big ideas of the DDPY fitness program too. It's you know make it your own, mm-hmm. right? Where you're at. So. So that really resonated with me too, Mm -hmm. and I like I I like communities that build one another up. Mm -hmm. Um, Sadly, we live in a world where there's just you know there's there's so much competition, there's so much vanity, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? There's so much vanity and there's so much jealousy in so many areas of our culture. To find people that actually they spur you on and they actually want the best for you even if you surpassed them.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Like, that's a good thing. Like, that's a good godly value. Like that's, I mean, like, that's exactly what, you know, John the Baptist said about Jesus, right? Jesus must increase and I must decrease. Yeah. Like, that's this great attitude. So I really connected with that, that type of a community um, with that. And because it met me where I was at, I could do it with the back pain. I could do it with, even though I was exhausted from having a horrible night's sleep, you can do anything for 23 minutes. (laughs) And I didn't have to drive to the gym, and get changed, and then do a workout, and then take a shower, and then drive home. That's
0: one (laughs) of the things about the pandemic, right? Either you, like, really went all out and did something and made this staying at home thing work for you. Right. Or you know the what was starting to happen like that staying home and you know eating junk food and just getting in front of the tv and that's where i'm staying right um like i think people went one of those two ways right Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the things that you did during the pandemic was you got serious about your physical health and took the situation that we were in and And just ran with it exactly Mm
1: -hmm. so yeah
0: but I do have a couple couple more questions that I think are probably sure. really important. One is, you know, with the DDPY, this particular thing that, you, that you've used because right. of calisthenics, because of movement, because of breathing, because of all the good stuff that you mm-hmm. were able to do, flexibility and balance and even has the cardio part to it. It has all those things together. Right. Right. Um, I don't think we're saying in any way like this is the the be all end all so what no, are, what is the no. thing like about getting physically well or physically fit right what are the main principles that you would want people to to know like these are the things you need to do
1: sure that's a great question uh, first and foremost, I actually think it you should enjoy it mm-hmm. that's <laughs> really good you should enjoy it um. Find something that gets you moving that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, and something that gets your heart rate up to a fat burning zone. Okay. Now, a lot of people don't know what that is. Right. And, and, how, and what that means. So, if you own a smartwatch, you know, and a lot of us do now, or mm-hmm. if even if you just get a Fitbit, you can easily track your heart rate with your smartwatch. Yeah. And your fat-burning zone is actually really easy to calculate what it is. Because I can look at my heart rate right now on my smartwatch, and I can see I'm currently sitting at 67 okay. Okay, beats per minute. That's my resting heart rate right here. right. Well, for me to be in a fat-burning zone, knowing that I'm doing enough exercise that's making a difference, what you do is you take the number 180 minus your age. Okay. So let's say in my case, I'm 50 years old, so I take 180 minus 50, that gets me to 130. Mm-hmm. And then you subtract 20. That brings me to 110.
0: Everybody subtracts 20?
1: Yeah, everyone okay. subtracts 20 So 180 that minus, minus, your age, minus your age minus 20. 20. And okay. that gives you your low end and your high end of your fat burning zone. So
0: the low end is the, is the minus 20 exactly. and your high end is the um, 180 minus your age. Yeah, so in okay. my case,
1: it's 110 to 130. Mm-hmm. I need to get my heart rate... For about twenty minutes a day, between one ten and one thirty.
0: Okay. So no matter what you're doing. So no matter
1: what you're doing. So if it's going for a walk, consistently walk in such a way that you're enjoying it. It's not causing joint pain or anything like that. It's not hurting yourself, Mm -hmm. but that you're getting your heart rate up. Okay. You know, playing a sport. You know, going training for a triathlon, starting to do martial arts, doing DDPY. Uh, playing Ultimate Frisbee, wh- whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- that's the first and foremost thing. Find something that you enjoy. Yeah, because there's always this, oh, it's exercise, you're not supposed to enjoy it. <laughs>
0: Why would I Then why would I do
1: it? (laughs) You see, in my flesh, in my human nature, um, I don't want to do anything that I don't enjoy. It's
0: like runners. For me, it's like, is there a bear chasing me? Exactly. Why would you do that?
1: Exactly. Even (laughs) if there were were bear chasing me, my soul is good. (laughs) You know, my soul is prepared and I'm ready to meet the Lord, so why run, Mm -hmm. right? So So
0: enjoy it, it, get your um, blood pressure at, uh, not blood, what is it? Your heart rate. Your heart rate, sorry. At that magic spot that's right. good for you
1: Right, and then the second thing or so the third thing would mm-hmm. be if you consider the heart rate in there too is, is to know what your limits are Yeah. like where are you at really right now like what are you what are you dealing with are you dealing with back pain are you dealing with joint inflammation mm-hmm. are, you, are you suffering from fibromyalgia do you have any like heart conditions like what do, what is actually preventing you Right. right now, from pursuing physical wellness. So being right?
0: honest with yourself. Taking about an
1: honest assessment mm-hmm. of yourself, and then picking something that fits where you're at. Mm-hmm. Right, like if you, you know, like it's like if you have massive joint pain, like let's say you let's say you got horrible knees. Yeah. And you get into your head, I'm going to train to run a marathon. Mm-hmm. And you go outside and you and you do that first walk, that first run. Like God bless you. You might be able to pull it off, but it's going to be so much more of a challenge,
0: and maybe, found, and maybe even damage it, and maybe even damage mm.
1: yourself even more. Well, then right?
0: it makes me think of like smart goals, right? Because you're talking about, exactly. You know, yeah. like if you're choosing something that's really not realistic or something that you're going to be able to be successful at, mm-hmm. then you're going to fail, and right. it's not going to work. So you're saying find something that is that is more of a smart so specific, measurable, attainable, That's right. realistic, and time-bound, so that you're you're picking something that you're actually going to find success in, and not not find yourself hurt or or feeling like a failure.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think the final thing that really helps is uh, find a community. Mm. Like, like it's one thing to pursue wellness on your own. It's another thing to be on a journey of wellness with other people around you who care about you, and you care about their success as well. And there's that right? whole
0: accountability thing, right?
1: Well, I- exactly. It's like I mean, and that's one of the beauties of sports teams mm-hmm. is that you make friends, right? But I hate sport teams. <laughs> um, so, and I, I don't play team sports, right? So it's never that. You stuff.
0: tried once or twice, I remember. I know. The, I the don't have fun. League. I, I
1: did. I tried baseball, but I was yeah. so terrible at it. <laughs> and I was tired of wearing the strikeout shirt every right. time of coming home, of never being able to hit the ball. So
0: and they didn't let you wash it even. No, that was the whole thing with the strikeout shirt. You weren't allowed to wash it. You had to wear it home. Wear
1: it in shame. Yeah. So, so they're not building beautiful. you up; they're shaming you. And, and it was that, a Christian league too. Exactly so that's a whole other <laughs> podcast where they deal with my emotional scarring <laughs> from that, you know, time. So so yeah, find something that you enjoy, find something that fits where you're actually at, and find a community to do it with. I think if you can hit on those three things, mm-hmm. you know, it you just set yourself up for such a better success. Yeah. Right? Which is why, with some of the coaching that we've started to do and with becoming a DDPY fitness instructor, that's been my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, with teaching DDPY, is when you come to one of the classes that I do, I want you to have a super amount of fun. Yeah. We're going to laugh, we're going to goof off, we're going to have a great time. I'm going to teach it to you in such a way that I'm going to show you the modifications. So even if you you show up in... We've had people show up to come and work out with us in knee braces. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I'll show you how to do it in a way that you're not going to hurt your knee. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, Because we're not running. We're not jumping. We're not doing any high impact on our joints. Yeah. Right? So if you've got back problems or joint problems... Well, that's one of the
0: reasons that I can do these activities. I thought at one point all I could do is... Swimming or Aquafit, because right. that's easy on joints.
1: Exactly. And
0: But I have found, yeah, this is something that I can do and and can really get strong in and, and right. get flexible in. So, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And
1: then the final thing is we're, we build a community. So we've got like mm-hmm. Facebook groups that the people like, who attend, you know, we spur one another on during the week. We post our workouts that we do during the week, and we encourage each other in the context of community. Right. So...
0: So yeah, so I mentioned I had a couple of questions. Sure. The, the next question was about um, that why of DDPY, mm-hmm. and you know, so for some people they're gonna say, wait a second, you mentioned before, you know, I think it was YRG.
1: Right, yoga for regular guys.
0: Yoga for regular guys. DDPY st- itself stands for diamond. Dallas Cage yoga right and so I just want to clarify that for our sure. listeners because Absolutely. certainly we know that as um, as Christians there are a lot of things that we wouldn't want to touch with a ten foot pole right. because of it having you know some of those you know spiritual roots and different things that can mm-hmm. affect when it comes to opening yourself up to you know allowing some spiritual influence when you, um, yeah, are involving yourself in different things. So yoga is one of those hot-button topics. So what would you say about the yoga aspect?
1: Sure. And that's a great question, and I'm always happy to talk about it. Like over the last couple of years, I have, you know, talked with different Christians and Christian leaders who've had concerns, you know, with the spiritual aspect of Mm -hmm. yoga. And and so there's um, a couple of things and I don't want to get into a huge detail about it because it kind of not doesn't fit the context of what we're talking about in the podcast, but there's, first and foremost, um, there's nothing spiritual about this program that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, And that's why originally it was called Yoga for Regular Guys because it was, look, let's just be really honest, there's physical health benefit to this type of exercise, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's not about, you know, connecting with an inner self. It's not about... Connecting with an outer self or a higher being or anything like that—it's just if you look at most sports rehabilitation therapy, Mm -hmm. they're it's identical moves to what you would see in a yoga class. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know the hip stretching, the knee stretching, the opening up of your shoulders, the opening up of your chest, breathing techniques, and all of this stuff. So there's a lot of science that shows that this is just incredibly healthy for your body, mm-hmm. right? And, so, and that's why DDP called it Yoga for Regular Guys, because no guy would be caught dead doing yoga. <laughs> and he had said by his own admission, he wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga. No way would he ever do yoga, right? Yeah. But he needed to do that stretching in order to heal his back,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So it wasn't in any way kind of a spiritual thing, mm-hmm. right? And also from a theological position, I believe Christ redeems all things. That all things can be redeemed through Christ. That Christ is working out in human history through the power of the Holy Spirit within the church to bring all things back to him. Mm -hmm. So, now I'm not saying this is good for everybody because we do have to be mindful of spiritual forces and we will talk about this in some of the spiritual uh, episodes of this podcast. You know, some people... You know, because, you know, whether God's calling on their life, where they're at in their spiritual journey, some people have to be much more mindful of what they engage in. And I totally get that and understand that and respect that. Um, But I believe through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can redeem. We can renounce the spiritual forces of darkness. We can, you know, renounce spiritual influences and, um, so for you, it's kind of similar to you
0: know, the Christmas tree that we put up at Christmas time and with its pagan roots, it's not a
1: it's it's not a pagan item of worship in yeah. my home. no, it's a Christmas tree, <laughs> right. Celebrate. So you would
0: kind of say like it's that kind of right. a, a kind of a thing for you, especially. With. Sure,
1: but I get it. Some other people who are, are more sensitive to spiritual things. That's why they, some Christians don't celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I respect that decision. Yeah. You have to do that decision with the Lord to see what God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. I remember a number of years ago, um, like some of the ministries that, that I have supported over the year, there was a ministry that used to um, go to porn, pornography trade shows and bring bibles there Mm -hmm. right and had a huge prayer covering and they were men going into these environments with you know (laughs) women wearing next to nothing um, and bringing bibles to people who work in the pornography industry yeah you need to know you're called to that yeah and you need a huge prayer support over you that's not a ministry for everybody and if
0: you've had you know like Lust and and that sort Absolutely. of if that's background been a thin and struggle it, of yours and it's not been healed and right. delivered and dealt
1: with that might not be for you it
0: probably is not exactly so <laughs> I
1: see kind of yeah so whereas the DDPY fitness and they don't even call it DDP yoga anymore like mm-hmm. it has it been rebranded as DDPY fitness because it is so much more than just yoga mm-hmm. like it it's such a tiny little component it's the stretches that are similar to traditional yoga mm-hmm. but that's it. Yeah. It's got nothing else to do with it. Mm -hmm. It's way more based on sports rehabilitation therapy, old school calisthenics. It's about strengthening muscles. It's about uh, strengthening your your muscles, your ligaments, and your tendons. It's about uh, getting your heart rate up um, through cardio workout without any joint impact. Mm -hmm. You're just doing it by flexing your muscles to get your heart rate up. Right, Which is so the crazy,
0: that's the part that actually really surprised me, right. how much you can get your heart rate up and actually, just you don't have to run around the block. Just you by can flexing your muscles. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So, so that's I just wanted you to address that for yeah, no, our listeners.
1: I really appreciate that question because it is, it's an important thing to look at.
0: Yep. And then kind of to to close things off. Right. I just want to share and and maybe you can speak to it a little bit. Right. The one thing that came up maybe two, three weeks ago mm-hmm. where all of a sudden my life changed. Can you think of what that is? That's been to do with this physical wellness journey?
1: Oh boy, I'm really on the spot here. I should know I this. I know. Right? I'll, I'll give you a hint. Two
0: three weeks ago. ago yeah. From about five to six o'clock in the day, yep. suddenly my life got different. It's still not doing anything. For no, me. okay. Oh my goodness, I <laughs> really feel like I should know this. Okay, wow, I'm I like so I'm like on pins
1: and needles, like our listeners now, <laughs> to know what this is.
0: Please. All right. So what Kevin started doing two or three weeks ago is he decided he wanted to do some cooking.
1: Oh <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're at. Actually, well, it's more than two weeks. It's actually. Today is day 38.
0: Oh, so it feels like two or three weeks, but it's actually double that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so part of it, so part of the the DDPY fitness program, it's not just exercise, they also kind of coach you on eating healthier, Mm -hmm. and they have three different levels in the program to encourage you in. The first is just drop junk food, Mm -hmm. you know, stop going to McDonald's and Burger King and Pizza Hut and just start eating cleaner, you Mm -hmm. know, eating healthier, the second phase is to go gluten-free, dairy-free mm-hmm. because again so many people suffer from inflammation. Yeah, myself and included. Yourself included. Mm-hmm. And my back pain is that inflammation, right? All the scar mm-hmm. tissue and everything around my my spine and things like that. And then the third is to go completely organic and uh, and going and G- eat the grass and, and, and GMO free. <laughs> So no more GMOs. So genetically modified organisms, no, like, you're only, and he says it flat out, he says, I only eat the food that God made. Yeah. Nothing that's been modified by humans. Mm-hmm. Right? And so those are the three levels. So 38 days ago, I implemented phase two. Right. Of going gluten-free and dairy-free. And I wanted to, again, and this was part of my mental health stuff, too, that we'll talk about in another episode, to break away from work a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Uh, to kind of end because I'm working from home still. So to transition from work to home, I started making dinners on Monday to Friday.
0: Been awesome. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I'm learning to cook. Really exciting. So so women, when your husband says to you, "I want to get fit. I want to go on," (laughs) be like, "Yes!" I encourage you. This is fantastic. He might start cooking dinner for you and trying new recipes. It's been great.
1: Yeah, well, and DDPY they they have an app and that's what I use to do my workouts. And they got a section in there called nutrition where they've got hundreds and hundreds of recipes. Mm -hmm. And I just look in the fridge and what do we have? Okay, I've got chicken and i've got cauliflower what can i do with this and hey here's a recipe for uh cauliflower i just made some cauliflower tonight actually tonight with a new recipe that Mm -hmm. i just found tried that out had some lemon juice and some garlic and some onions all in this who are you i know right (laughs) um or coming up with different ways like you know where you you make your own sauces like you know with honey and, and 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 dijon mustards and different spices to go along with your chicken been really, really good really yummy mm-hmm. and it's just been a really neat experience yeah. to learn how to do that and in those 38 days now that i have doing this since I've done the gluten-free and dairy-free I've actually dropped an additional where was I at I was at uh, To 11 when I started. I dropped another seven pounds.
0: Mm. Have you? Yeah. Oh, great. Since
1: starting that. And again, but for me, it's really not about that. Again, it's about the health.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I've struggled again for years, not just if I had back problems. I've also had irritable bowel issues. Say no more. Where I go to the bathroom a lot. (laughs) Right? That started changing. Mm -hmm. Where suddenly... I'm used to going to the bathroom six times a day, and I'm going to the bathroom, and I'm like, I don't actually need to be here. Oh my gosh, (laughs) say no more. (laughs) But yeah, but if you've got gut problems, it's probably because of what you're eating, Mm -hmm. right? And again, and then you feel bloated, you feel heavy, you feel not good, you got leaky gut, all this kind of stuff happening. It affects your mood. When your mood's affected, it affects whether you serve in your church or not, or you go to a life group (laughs) or not. It's just all connected. So... So the food is my new journey right. thing that, that I've added on to my journey of physical wellness. So we'll give updates later on on how Very this goes. Cool. I'm trying to do the gluten-free, dairy-free for six months just to see what it does. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Great. So yeah. does that pretty much wrap up your I, that, physical that's wellness journey?
1: Yeah, that, I think it does. And, and again, the, the, our hope and our desire with these conversations is, again, to be real, to, to be transparent. Hopefully have a little laugh together, maybe kind of shed a little tear together as we encourage each other on our wellness journey. And, you know, if we can come alongside you, if you have questions about anything that we talked about in today's episode, please reach out to us. You can uh, connect with us through our websites, um, whether daniellepresso.com or kevinpresso.com. Um if you'd like some more specific information about coaching with DDPY, you can find me on Facebook as well and reach out to me that way and I'm going to put the link to my DDPY uh, coaching Facebook page in the description of this podcast so that you can connect with us that way. Great as well. So yeah. So thank you so much for your questions.
0: Wow, well, thank you for your really answers. Good. Yeah,
1: you're a really good interviewer. <laughs>
0: great i'm glad it worked for you and
1: and again thank you so much for taking the time to uh listen here to the podcast again we really hope that these conversations are a blessing and an encouragement to you in your journey of emotional spiritual and physical wellness and uh until next week what are we talking about next week
0: uh, next week, I think we're looking at my emotional uh, journey of your, wellness.
1: Your emotional journey. You will definitely not want to miss next week's episode <laughs> because God has done amazing, amazing things uh, in Danielle's emotional healing. And, and her wellness there. So until next week, God bless you, everybody. God bless.
0: You've been listening to the Revitalized podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you found this content helpful, please consider subscribing, sharing on social media, and leaving a review. This helps us to help even
1: more people. Join us next time for more insights on emotional, spiritual, and physical wellness in your leadership.